We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome into the Backliders podcast. Agro and Barracuda are back. Our significant mm-hmm. others uh, did a wonderful job. Forever. Huh? What? Gone forever from the podcast. They've been banished. Why? They did a good job. Oh. Oh. I thought you were going to back me up there. Um, yeah, they've been banished. Um, if you've seen Monsters, Inc., we kind of, we we did the same thing to them, where we put them through a a mystical doorway that put them, uh, in Antarctica with the Abominable Snowman, um... Oh, that's what happened to Sully and Mike Wazowski when they got banished. That's a spoiler for Monsters Inc. Uh, but if you haven't seen it by now, I don't feel bad. Wait, how many Monsters Inc.s are there? Mon- Monster, Monster. There's Inc. Monsters Monster. Inc. There's Monsters University, and then I don't think there's a third, but I'm not sure. I think Monsters Inc. is an S tier like kids animated movie. Yeah, it was really good. And then I don't think I watched the second one, but the first one was really good. I was a, I was a big fan. Someone I know is a really big fan of Monsters University. I think it's Sam. I think it's Sam for soccer. And Sam's got good opinions about stuff, so... Uh, Bro, it came out in 2001. Monsters, Inc.? Yeah, I thought it was older than that. Yep. <laughs> I was in fourth grade whenever that happened, whenever that came out. Yeah, I'm, I was 10 years old, so I don't know what grade that is. Is that fourth? Um... Or fifth? I think I'm one year older than you, right? Yeah, you're one year older than me, so you would probably be fifth. Yeah, yeah, fifth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that's one of my, I think that is one of the two funniest animated movies, like kids-oriented animated movies of all time. I think it is top two. Wow. Do you, do you have a, do you, or is there one, this isn't the random question of the week, which Joe did give me this week, um, because now she knows the wow. struggle, you know, she gets it. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I look up uh, a chat for the first time on the show. And the first thing I see is, I was born in 2001. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how time keeps going. It is insane, bro. It nev- It literally like, never stops. It doesn't stop. And then, like, you just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I'm 30. And you're just like, wait. But I was just 20, I know. like, yesterday. I know. And I was just like... 10 seems like a long time ago. Don't get me wrong. 10 seems like forever ago. 20 yeah. doesn't seem like that long ago for nope. me. Nope. But the more I think about it, it kind of does. Because I was in like the middle of college then. Yeah. And I've done a lot of things since then. So it kind of it kind of fits. It kind of fits, honestly. 
It kind of fits. You know, this is the portion of the podcast where Barry and I get on our porches and (laughs) make you guys hear some life advice. But here's some unsolicited life advice for all of you podcast listeners out there. There's nothing you can do about time continuing to move uh, and you getting Mm -hmm. older. There's nothing you can do about it. All you can do is in your current moment, no matter what you're annoyed with or you don't like about what's going on in your life, um, I think that sometimes it's good to just like take a step back a little bit and go, you know, my life's going to change. I'm never going to get this, you know, my what's going on in my life right now, whatever it is, is going to change. And there are going to be parts of this time in my life that I'll probably look back fondly on and, and try and appreciate those moments now while you can, you know. Or you'll just appreciate the struggle that you're going through now and be like, wow, I was a strong person. We're getting through that, you know. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. That's definitely um, a big part of it. Okay, while we're off topic for Smite, um, I want to, I talked last week about um, getting ADHD diagnosed and I started my medicine this week and I was telling Barra right before we went live that yesterday we had to do some lawn work because some people who own a house for the first time didn't do anything about any of the leaves that fell in the fall and then realized that they needed to pick them up now before the grass started growing and they didn't have any grass underneath them. So that's what my wife and I did yesterday. Um, And I'm very sore because, again, I'm very old uh, and also out Mm -hmm. of shape and lawn work is hard. Um, But also, I was just like out there doing chores and I realized, I was like 20 minutes in, and I realized that my brain didn't try to get me to go and do something else at all. Whoa. And it just let me stand there and pick up leaves for like 30 minutes without complaining to me at all. And I was like, that is wild. Y'all, like, look, I'm not saying I was excited to go out and pick up leaves. But if I can just tell myself to do it and it's going to happen, that's nuts. That's kind of crazy. That's Isn't a big it? improvement. Yeah. Wait. So you guys were raking it, right? Yeah, we got a, we got a leaf blower, oh, okay, okay. we got a rake, we we got some gloves, we put them in bags, we put mm-hmm. some of those bags and just like yeeted the leaves into the woods behind our house, um, and then yeah, some of them ass. we got some like paper bags and put them in there. Because at the house we're at now, we don't have like spare, we don't have like a like woods I guess behind because mm-hmm. there's just like another yard behind. Mm-hmm. But we don't have, like, any trees that give us, like, a lot of leaves now. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried for the day that we do mm-hmm. because I won't know where to put them. Do you just throw them away? Yeah, so you can just, like, buy, like, bags uh, at, like, Home Depot or Lowe's or any, like, department store like that. That um, mm-hmm. you, yeah, they're, like, big, giant paper bags that then you can let your trash company know to, like, pick them up. Um, oh, and they'll dispose. Or, or you? No, I don't think so. Or you can um, ask your trash company for a compost bin, and you can put a bunch of them in there, uh, and they'll take that for you. Like so, they would, they would definitely uh, take some money, knowing that the company that takes my trash is kind of greedy. They have uh, unlucky. like one star reviews on Google. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. I wonder. I wonder what I'm gonna live Google on the podcast. What the Google review is for the company that picks up our trash. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it two stars. That bad, that's right? twice as good as Barra's company. That's uh. <laughs> twice as good as Barra's company. I guess no one's going to go and leave a positive review on a trash company. That is so true. It's more about 
you know, just complaining that they messed something up. It's like an apartment complex. Like, no one has ever left a yeah. positive review for an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true. But yeah, that is uh, that is true. Also, if you Bear, if you only get a couple of leaves, you don't need to like pick them up, especially if right as they like right out the day after they fall, you just take a lawnmower mm. and you just like grind it up. Basically, it'll it'll just act as fertilizer, so you can just do that. Just shred them. Yep. Oh, just shred them. Nice. Up, put them all through your lawn. I learned that because I was told, and I don't know anything about owning a home or a lawn, and I'm clueless all There's... the time. Okay, so I've owned a home for like four or five years, and I'll uh-huh. just let you know that I still don't know anything. It's, All right. It's like we're it's keep very. Going. You just Google everything. You know, you're you're basically working IT. Yep. And you're just like, okay, my dryer. Like right now, my dryer, me and Destiny's dryer, is not doing its best job at drying clothes. Mm. And I'm looking have you guys, forward. To... Have you guys done the thing where you take the the like tube off the wall and and make sure that it's not like all clogged up in there with lint? That is the first thing I'm doing after the podcast. Uh, I feel like I kind of I haven't done that yet. I really need to do that. It seems like it'd be satisfying. I really like cleaning the lint trap. Like that's a satisfying like thing to do. You know. Wait, don't you have to like blow it out through to like no, not get a fire in your house or something no, like that? Like does the lint like if it's not like right next to the exit of the house or like right next to the outside? I guess. I I, I don't know. Well, I got that. something else to worry about. I guess. <laughs> And remember, Vera, just take a step back and appreciate that you, <laughs> this is a time in your life that won't be here forever. My house just catches on yeah, fire. Yeah, just, literal, just literally exploding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we should probably talk about Smite at some point. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, That's because, what we're here for. And also, uh, I'm realizing... Okay, we're going over the 9.3 patch notes. There's two <laughs> things I want to say about it. Number one, these shows always go long when we're going over patch notes, so I'm going to try and shrink it a little bit. We're going to speed run a little bit earlier oh. than we typically do. And two, things have changed a little bit um, since, you know, I've changed positions. You know, now I'm a part of the team that uh, I would say that I was uh, a consultant or an advisor um, Mm -hmm. previously. But now I'm involved in in basically all of these decisions that go on. So, you know, I I can certainly nothing is going to be catching me off guard. Um, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to have to be a little bit um i probably won't be able to give you all as much information as i wish i could um but i think that uh i could certainly be here to offer insight um on on some things which i'm sure you all totally understand which direction we're going and completely agree with it in every single way so you don't uh you don't have to worry about that too much um yeah i love adc perfect that's good news we uh, we love to hear it that means we can we don't need to buff it at all next patch is that what i'm hearing no, it's so fun. Okay, perfect. Yep, no, but hold on. Let me actually write that down. Um, <clears throat> One person is enjoying ADC right now. No buffs needed for ADC. Nerfs? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Cool. Got that down. We'll go over that with the team tomorrow. Um, all right, let's start. Uh, small um, change to towers. Mm-hmm. Uh, increased base damage dealt by the tier 1 and tier 2 towers to enemy gods. By 10%, minion damage is unchanged. I, I actually think that's a big change. Yeah? I think that's going to catch a lot of support players off guard. Well, tanks in general, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it's scaling up, right? Like, it starts at 10%, and then that is, like, another 10% more. Um, like, I feel like it's just going to catch people off guard because they're not used to it scaling as fast, I guess, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. it'll be just 
Yeah, I don't know the exact math on it, but it, it seems scary. Yeah. We'll Not see. that I'm ever taking a tower, you know, right. but uh, if hey, I was. It should protect you from those tower dives. Uh, whatever the, the, the odd instances where ADC is weak. Um, that could be good <laughs> for sure. Um, Obelisk uh, no longer gives sight all the way in that little area. It's a little bit smaller now. Um, mm-hmm. And also increased time it takes to steal an offering from three seconds to four seconds, so a little bit harder to juice the enemy team. Do you guys, what turn do you guys use for them stealing your offerings if it's podcast appropriate? Uh, I just say stealing our juice. Okay. What do you call, what do you call the scepter? Uh, scepter. No way. We don't have like a special name. You guys call it the scepter? Yeah. Is that bad? I just can't believe it. Wait, what do you want to call it? I think there are a million things you can call the scepter. Okay, I'm not going to call it the gun. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm going to get the gun. I feel like okay. teammates get a little worried. Try it. Just try it tomorrow in scrims. That's all I'm saying. All right, give me a name and I'll try it. We, hopefully we don't get in trouble for this. Uh, we we call it the gun in all of our playtests. What? Yeah, you can't call it the gun. You yeah, can't. We we My teammates would get worried if I was like, I got to get the gun. Just say it and I'm don't done. explain it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, All right. Let me no, report. Report. Yeah, back. my whole team's at the gym, so it's fine. At, they're at the gym, or they say the gym. Because people in chat gym. are saying Jimmy. Everyone calls it. Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Jimmy's about. I don't. But... Can someone in chat explain to me the Jimmy thing? I don't get it. Um, hopefully, it's not inappropriate. Think... I'm not just like saying it on the podcast. I but... think we can start it. Oh, all right. That's or wait, is Weekend or Hazer? And they call little Jimmy. Two people immediately say Hazer name, and then Hazer goes, Weekend came up with it, I think. So <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, so apparently Weekend did start it. Fair enough. He just liked the name Jimmy. I'm a fan of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have a Good hard name. time not calling it uh, what we call it. Um, and then Nagas uh, no longer provide team gold um, and scale appropriately and all that kind of stuff. So Naga's mm-hmm. a little bit less important. How much do you think that actually changes... Uh, does that change the way you want to play the lane at all? I just wish this thing didn't one-shot me. Mm. It's really annoying to have to reset that thing. At level 4, it hits you for 70. Hits you for a lot? But your support it's should be there for, at level 4, right? Your your support should yeah, be yeah, there yeah. then. Yeah, no, I would never be hitting that thing. It's like, I just have to like do the little dance. I have to auto-attack it twice, step outside, auto-attack Get down tonight, yeah. you know, that whole thing. You guys are just making me do more work. Barra, your brain is just so big that we knew you could handle it, you know? That's Thank all you. there is to it. Um, Thank you. No, I think it's good that, uh, you know, that doing a lot of damage incentivizes the support to not be roaming to the other side mm-hmm. of the map at that time. You know, they need, they want to be there to tank it. Um, or you can do it slowly by kiting it. Um, I'm, I'm personally about it. Um, all right, next up. Uh each player can now only buy one glyph total. Um, we talked about this a little bit on patch notes. Don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. But basically, as we uh, look at the future and what we want to do, um, we just think that this could potentially, if we decide to add more glyphs, um, limit our design space on their interactions. Um, so this is just future-proofing um, if we decide to come back to it. Uh, so Oh, that makes sense. Yep. That's it's just better to rip the bandaid off now um, than confuse people mm-hmm. later. Um, all right, Amulet of Silence now only triggers and consumes cooldown if successfully applied to an enemy god. I think this is now really good. 
Uh, it is I think just that's how it should have been from the beginning. Yep. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that should have been the case, but I think that, uh, you know. I think people now buy it, whereas before it was, like, too risky, I guess. I guess if you're just, if you're buying hardware and they have a channeling ability, I think that's when you buy it, but I don't know how often this is, will realistically be bought. Uh, mm. It'll probably be bought more as time goes on, I think. But I don't think people realize how strong it is right now. Sure. I think, in my opinion. Yep, fair enough. Um, all right, let's see here. Thorns. There's two th- changes to both Thorns uh, full upgrades. Um, thorns of Overgrowth. The radius of the bonus buffs goes from 40 to 55 units. And Thorns of Sapping Strength go from 2 seconds to 3 seconds. Um, are you seeing a lot of Thorns right now in your in your games? Do you think that Thorns is, uh, uh, is good? occasionally but not too often it also doesn't really feel overbearing when it is bought it it seems playable around mm. it doesn't seem like super op it seems pretty pretty balanced also cool that's what we'd like to hear um bracer of illumination uh cooldown goes from 190 increased range increased speed other bracers saw a lot of play um in scpl play-ins and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um I think it took a long time for players, and some changes, of course, for players to start picking up Seer of the Jungle. And I think now they're starting to mm. understand like how good vision dominance is around Fire mm-hmm. Giants. Um, and I think if your comp doesn't really vibe with, like, they aren't really that good at bursting objectives down, um, but you want the Bracer effect in the early game for something, um, this could be a pretty viable pick up a little bit later on in order to in order to ensure that that vision dominance or like let's say your jungler isn't an eye of the jungle jungler they like have to go bumbas because it's way better for them or mannequins um Mm -hmm. you can kind of get a seer-esque effect around the fire giant in order to combat their seer with uh with a bracer of illumination you're kind of going brain blast mode right now how is this stuff medicine man like it is crazy i'm just thinking at a mile a minute these days you just like rap godded like a whole situation to make that item seem useful. That's what I do, baby. That's what I do. That's kind of impressive. Yep, check check it out, man. That's a uh, that's. I still I uh, have never bought this item or seen it bought. You got your little foot. You got a little guy running around, and what's better than that? You know, everyone loves to does have he, a little guy running around. Does he only run in one direction, or does he go? In, he goes like, back and forth. Like cross? No, it's just a straight line back and forth. Is that the angle that you throw it at? Yeah, it's Choose straight the... out from you. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. That makes sense. R- real easy. Um, wait a minute, I don't remember this. Uh, something about spending too much money on monthly wireless bills, and all you've got to do is go to mintmobile.com slash backliners if you want to get a better deal. Something about... I don't know. You can read it right here in the patch notes. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2022, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for wireless? All you've got to do is switch to Mint Mobile. It's the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your saving with plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. And it actually says right in these patch notes here, Barry, that Mint Mobile is used by world champion gamer john barracuda salter and that he loves it is that true that is very true look it's okay i've said it like 20 times so far (laughs) 
It's so Barra, can I yo can easy? I yo Barra, quick a quick aside. Um Yeah yeah. Mint Mobile's kind of the homies, okay? And we're gonna be uh-huh. like I think we're gonna be doing a lot of ad reads for them this year because they because we uh-huh. love them and they love us. Um, well what I'm saying so you're gonna be, is you're gonna have to tell them how much you love it like every week kinda, you know? That's just I'm just getting, yeah, I'm just what I'm saying yeah. is that like if I haven't made it through to you now, I don't know what I need to do to just say that's like way cheaper and just as fast as other plans. Like, do I need to like get up and dance? Do I what? Like, what do mm, I need? Like I said, man, we're gonna have a lot of ad reads. I hope this year for this company. So uh-huh. don't 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 show the whole show right now. You know, you gotta, you gotta okay. plan them out. I'll save it. You know, you gotta you gotta you gotta feel it out a little bit going down the line. But yeah, coming yeah, up with some routine to to express your love could be good. It takes like three minutes to switch over phone plans, and then it also takes like three minutes to sign up, and then on top of that. It's fifteen dollars a month. You're telling 15. me it's easy, it's cheap, fifteen, and it's 15. good. Fifteen. That's unbelievable. 15. Also, you realize now that people are going to be expecting you to dance next week. Like, you know that that's. What I'm they thinking want. about. I'll just like get on my chair and start twerking. Oh my god. What? That's is that appropriate? That's. Bear, this is a podcast now. Everyone's going to have to come to the live recording that we do every Monday night at eight o'clock at Twitch.tv/slash/PredictionEsports. All you've got to do is come to twitch.tv slash prediction esports in order to watch Barracuda twerk on his chair next week because of how much well, he loves Mint Mobile. Old Faithful might die during that. <laughs> That's all right. It had to go sometime. And look, there is no better way to go than being climbed on by Barracuda about to twerk. He about to throw it back because he loves his mobile service so much, bro. That's how it goes. <laughs> When you love your mobile service so much that you can't help but throw it back, you know it's got to be Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash backliners. That's mintmobile.com slash backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. Barra, better start uh, better start limbering up for next Monday night. That's what I'm already doing, bro. Yep, that's smart. That's a good call by you. Um, all right, Berzo, oh. I'm going to just kind of like only hit the ones that I think are going to be pro, uh, impactful. Um, cause you mm-hmm. know, that's what our show is a little bit more focused on. And one of them is Berserker Shield. Certainly Berserkers, if you haven't been playing Smite on the live, uh, client has been, um, certainly very, uh, potent. Um, and it turns out that having like power and protections and attack speed and pen, on the same item makes it like really good for a lot of different uh, characters. Um, so that's it's, weird. Yeah, it turns out that that's how it goes. So it's getting a bit of a rework. Um, it is now going to be 2,400 gold for 30 power, 60 protection, 25% attack speed, 15 HP 5. And the passive is changing to if you drop below 40% health, you become Berserk for 5 seconds. Berserk provides 7% damage mitigation, and that has an internal cooldown of 15 oh. seconds. Are you good? Just the last line just baits me, man. It does on the regular patch notes say can now be built by all physical gods. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the patch notes, you'll see that in the PTS uh, that has changed to exclude the backline hunters. uh, hunters It's not fair. It's not fair. You know, that's just something that the community um, really wanted. I personally... Again, this is my personal opinion that does not reflect the entirety of everyone else. For me, I don't think this would have been very good on Hunters. 
I think that it would have been very golden efficient. Um, mm-hmm. You would have lived, and you would have lived in order to do no damage and not be super useful. Um, but Don't let me buy it. Look, I mean, the community didn't want a bot, and we're here to help the community make the you know we want to make the game the what the community wants. So that's the, that who, was an easy change. Who in the community said that? It was all over Twitter and Reddit and Pro Discord and uh, everyone. Everyone, no one wanted. I was the only this. hunter abusing this item. You're the only hunter who wants to build defense, bro. No, I'm the only hunter that wants to live through the assassin diving me, Barrett. Just tell them to be juicier, and you won't have to get dope. Bro, mages can build Celestial, and all of my FISD items suck. Well, unlucky for you. Celestial, uh, yeah. good. Zap said it because his old jungler, Cubo, hated diving me because of that <laughs> Berserkers and Boy. Was that, the, was that the greatest compliment you've ever received as a player? Yeah, it was, it was really fun. That you could have crit in your build and be super tanky and have penetration and then also have a sick passive mm-hmm. and not die. That's that was actually really fun. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that, I think. Yeah. Uh sure. I'm sure every hunter wants to build two hybrid items and definitely not deal a lot of damage. I'm sure that's what they <laughs> want. Um I was doing damage, man. You do damage by staying alive. It's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, a couple warrior item buffs, Blackthorn, Spike Shield, Glad Shield, all got a little bit better. Uh, since you're a hunter, I'll stop on this one. Leather Cowl goes from 15 to 20 <laughs> power. Uh, do you, um, do you envision yourself buying Leather Cowl a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought Destal is pretty overstated right now. It just gives you everything. Mm-hmm. And it also gives you infinite mana, which is kind of weird. Um... Because I feel like Destal shouldn't give you more mana than Bluestone does, but it does. Mm-hmm. And that seems weird to me. So it's nice that the other hunt, Hunter Starter Hunter? Hunter Starter items are being buffed to put them in contention with Destal. Bear, um, you I still think Destal, oh, sorry, go ahead. I still think is good on like other gods, and it's still good on like most hunters right now. Mm-hmm. But it makes Cowl into the position where it can contest, in my opinion. Barra, have you bought Leader's Cowl ever? Uh, I bought it a few times, but every time I'm like, is this even doing anything? Mm. Have you bought... It got it was, buffed fairly significantly, like, middle or end of last yeah. year, I And just the other upgrade, especially if you're going Silver Branch in a build, just feels so much better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've thought about Leader's Cowl, but it just seems, it just seems weird. But I, I might try it out now with the 50 power on it. Yeah, I should probably, I will admit that I haven't done a whole lot of testing on Leader's Cowl. I'm not exactly, as much as I love being a backliner, no offense, Barra, mm-hmm. but I'm not a huge ADC fan. Uh, I don't like playing the role a whole lot, personally. Um, really? Why not? <laughs> You almost, you almost kept it in there, Barry. You almost muted in time to get your laugh out. But not quite. I don't know, man. If I get to, like, getting to level 20... If I can just load in and play a level 20 hunter, uh, I have mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, that's really fun. I do not... I like the power... I like the way that, like, mages power spike a lot better than the way I like hunters power spike. 
Um, just mm-hmm. like my personal preference as a player. Um, yeah, that's fair. You know, I kind of came to the realization a while ago, Barry, that I think that I am just a really bad laner in every lane, including mid. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm a good early game player, um, really at all. Uh, which is unfortunate because I think that is like the best thing to be good at because um, mm-hmm. you'll win games for free off of it. But mm-hmm. boy, do well, I love team fight. It's not like. In mid, it's not that important, right? Most of the time, in Smite. I feel like yeah. in League, it's probably a lot more important, but in Smite... Yeah, Lady in like... general, is more important in League, because it's more punishing and more drawn out. Yeah, I feel like most mages can just, like, one to, like, three-tap the lane and just, like, walk away. Yeah, but I I'm feel not... Like only half I think I'm not great still at, like, making the right decision on where I'm going to farm and, like, uh, being at the right yeah, fights yeah. and, like, you know, prioritizing <laughs> and that kind of stuff. But, man, you put me level 20 with everyone else <laughs> level 20, ready to team fight. Any role. I'm a team fight master, bro. That's what I'm about. I love... Team fighting is by far the most fun part of Smite to me. Uh, it is not Completely close. agreed. So much fun. I love team fighting. Me too. If, dude, if I could just play solo lane and never have to lane at all and only get to team fighting stage... Mm-hmm. Team fighting as a solo laner, so bro, is so fun. You just get to pick one dude mm-hmm. and go, you don't get to play anymore. <laughs> you. Yeah, you in the back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. And then you just like blink on them and they don't get to play at all. And it is awesome. I love it. You you burn both their relics and kill them. <sighs> oh. Cause I just have been on the other side and I know how helpless it feels when that Cullen just blinks on me. I love ruining their fun. Especially man. when like the support already forces like either your jump or like your one of yourself peel <laughs> buttons. And the solar just goes on you for free and you're like no. When I'm a soul laner and I watch and I watch like I blink in, their mid uses a movement ability, uses a relic or two, mm-hmm. and then I see my jungler RKO them from the side, just completely <laughs> like flatten them because they have no relics. I it's oh, it's a work of art. I love it. Not very backliner uh, conversation here. We're kind of like uh being traders, but I just think that mm-hmm. every role in Smite has a lot of fun stuff that's going on. Look, no, 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 it is very fun to make other people go through what you have to go through. That's yeah. the part of it that me and you really enjoy. Misery does like, love company, for sure. Exactly, and it's yeah. so fun to ruin other people's game. It's like a stress relief. Maybe there's like some like... There's something cathartic about it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's yeah. Something like, you know, deep in your brain that's just like releasing endorphins, just causing people pain. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, I-, I totally agree. And then on the other side... Doesn't it love, doesn't it feel really good whenever a solo laner tries to ruin your fun and then you just like completely outspace them, like juke some stuff, mm-hmm. like outplay their dive, just, you know, leave them, leave them a little tied up. Like that feels really good too. Or they dive like way too hard and then get immediately punished and like die mm-hmm. in like two seconds. You're like, ha, you look dumb now. Yep. Yep. There's really, man, it's really tough. Like, you know... You and I are on opposite ends of this discussion where you're typically a soul laner or a support will pick either the mage or the hunter in order to blink on mm-hmm. at a high level. And here's a little hint, chat. If they can blink on both of you at the same time, that means you were in the wrong place. One of you was in the wrong place. That's a little that's a little tip for you. Okay, that's that's some free advice for me. Don't get blinked on by the same enough. person. You gotta be close enough to help your boy out, but not close enough to get it by whatever AoE frontliner they have. Exactly. Yep. And then you also need to understand the geography of the map, of where you are on the map. Yep. And be able to utilize it. And if you're 
if you're like say you're right in front of a funnel if you're getting blinked on one of you guys has to go down that funnel if both of you guys go down that funnel you are immediately trapped and you're yeah. in a very bad position yeah, so you need to like already spot. have your escape planned out you know it's like let's say we're let's say they're like we're doing a fire dance and i'm uh as the mage, like, I'll probably play a little bit more off to the left, like, closer to the solo lane. And the mm-hmm. hunter will play, like, on the other side of that harpy wall. And you see, like, the warrior blink on them. And I kind of, like, look at it. And I think, like, do I want to help that guy? <laughs> or do I just want to go hit the other people? And <laughs> it's a really tough decision sometimes. Because I know what I should be doing most of the mm-hmm. time. And sometimes it is the right call to just leave your fellow backliner. to Like, yep. if they get du- if Here's another t- free tip for you. If the if the hunter or let's say I, let's say you're the mage, let's say you're like me and like cool and mm-hmm. smart and funny and all this kind of stuff, and you're playing mid lane, and you wa- and you hear two blinks go off, and you see the hunter getting jumped on by the jungler and the solo laner, he gone. Let him go. Yep. You just yep. you just kind of shoot the gap. You go forward instead of backward, and then that's gonna that's gonna rotate the team fight in your favor. You know what I mean? That's yep. what you gotta do. We're just, man, we got life advice, we got team fight advice, like, what don't we have on? We got advice on which cellular plan to go to with memo.com slash backliners. If it's ever me and aggro, don't leave us. Help us out. But other yes. people, you can leave. But never leave us. All right, last piece, last piece of it, free advice for your support players out there. You mm-hmm. watch your hunter get blinked on, and you see their mid laner, like, way in the back getting blinked on by your jungler and your warrior... Don't try and catch up to their mid laner. Don't do it. <laughs> Turn around. You have shell and sprint as your relics. That's not going to help kill that guy. They got it. Turn around and use them yep. on us. Please. Turn around. We're desperate. At Jake, turn around. Am I right? I don't know. That's just a guess. <laughs> <laughs> I felt pretty good about that uh, guess, though, to be honest. I. I've given up at this point. All right, fair enough. <laughs> He's unleashed. Fair enough. Uh, chin size. Uh, reduce the cost of 2700 to 2600 mm-hmm. uh, are you a, Are you a chin size stand these days? Uh, I am, depending on the build, depending on the god. Um, obviously, any hunter buffs are much appreciated. Uh, and I do think this is the correct way to go for it. Like, reducing the cost versus buffing one of the stats on the item. Because I think stat-wise, it does insanely good damage. But it's just, it's really hard to get that spike online sometimes. Mm Because it just feels like forever when you're farming for that. Especially if you're like, dude, if you're like 1,200 and your team's like, let's do gold. And you're like, no. Yeah, let's, or wait. No, no, please. (laughs) Or we don't. Maybe we don't. One more wait. No, bear, come to, okay. Yep. Let's, let's do it. Yep, that's the way it goes. Um, all right, Jotun's Ferocity gets a little bit of ICD reduction. The Katanas lose 50 gold, uh, including Stone Cutting and Hastened, but Serrated Edge and Golden Blade stay the same. Serrated because it's already really good and sees play all the time. Golden Blade because it's already the cheapest Tier 3 in the game, and I think that would put it under 2,000 gold for a Tier 3, which just feels kind of wrong. So I uh, think that that's uh, why those happened. Um Jade Emperor's crown gets a little bit of buff after its uh, after its shift, um, and Oni's gets a little bit more health, and that's all the items. Okay, on to the gods, Barry. This is where it gets a little spicy. Okay, this is where it gets a little wild. Uh, mm-hmm. Hebo, 
no longer roots himself whenever he casts water spout. I think this god's going to be good. Yeah. You know, some, something tells me that as well. I feel like maybe we're heading in the direction where Anubis will start moving as well. You know, just maybe. Like, maybe Agni will start moving as well. Yeah, I... Where do we draw the line with these mages? Huh. Look, I know you just slid in, but this is a pretty big buff you put out. There's a very big buff. There's no doubt. And he did get a nerf um, alongside it during PTS, um, where he lost 10% scaling on Water Spout. So, you know, it feels better to use, but won't deal quite as much damage. 10% scaling on a mage is a lot. Um, Yep. Especially uh, on a god like Kibo, who's building full power most of the time. Yeah, I think... um, I'm definitely excited. You know, Hebo did not see a lot of play at all uh, last year um, at the mm-hmm. high levels. And uh, we... I think, Go ahead. I think it's just his kit. Um, he's sometimes a suicide bomber. And I think if he can't do that job well, and if he also doesn't feel good to play against frontliners, mm-hmm. then he's just not picked over other mages that either have better over-the-wall damage or are just safer in general. Yeah, certainly. Um, I mean, the thing, like, there are just a lot of players at the SPL level who are historically very good Hebo players. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this god for everyone. I'm sure a lot of people, if you asked... They'd say that Hebo is like an easy god to play because, oh, you get to six yeah. items, you press four, and then you one-shot someone. But in reality, against good players, this god is very difficult to play. Um, yep. And I think the root on Water Spout was a big reason why he was really difficult to play. Um, and why he was so... Well, no, not why he was so difficult necessarily, but why he was so easily to easily punished at a high level. Um, I still think he's going to be punishable. I still don't think he's good at all stages of the game. I think he's still has clear weaknesses, uh, like you said. But I think this is going to feel really good. Is it going to make him, um, you know, is it going to shoot him up the mage tier list instantly? Very possible. Um, but yep. I don't know. I think that for me, um, and in thinking about a change like this, I think I would rather have the god feel good and then change it around that then have the god mm. feel bad in order to make it better to play against, if that makes sense. You okay. know, I think that there's a world where Water Spout cannot root Hebo, and it doesn't feel overbearing. Um, and if did we get it right now? Who knows? You know, we, we certainly don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, uh, you know, I think that... When, and certainly whenever we get to a god later on the list, I'm sure I'm going to have a, a, a long speech about it. But in general, I think that... <laughs> Keeping in mind that, uh, you know, the it, we're, we're doing this in the name, we're doing changes like these in the name of making the players who play these gods have more fun and feel better. Um, but we don't want the experience to play against them to be bad either. Uh, so, um, you know, we're, we're keeping that kind of stuff in mind, for sure. There's there's no doubt about that. That's all I got to say about it. Um, no, right. I was going to keep going, but I was like, if I start going, then we're going to be here on that. You're, Evo, so, like. you're so smart. Um, but you were going to say you agree and that you like the change and that we're all really smart, right? Just making yep. sure. Okay, yeah. Yep. Just took the words out of your mouth. Um, besides, I can get some mana cost reductions. Love that for him. Uh, Baron, I am super pumped to play with this buff. Uh, life of the party. Decrease the self-slow from 60% to 40%. 
and increase the tick damage scaling from 6% of your magical power to 8% of your magical power. Um, this ability is going to feel... In playtesting, this ability has felt really, really responsive and fun to use when mm -hmm. you're not slowed by as much. Um, you can make a lot of plays with where you like, you know, people are trying to get down Mr. President and stop you from hitting the back line. You know, <laughs> support's trying to like get in front of you. I literally like slid around a support to like stun the mage. Uh, and it felt so much fun. It felt like so much fun. Um, you know, a Baron's another character we haven't seen at a high level for a long time. So, and I'm a bear. I love Baron. I think that when Same. I think of gods that we really nailed the, the personality and the theming and, and how they play and, and all that kind of stuff with, uh, Baron is literally the first one that comes to mind. So, um, I, I, I love this god and I'm super excited to play with him. Yeah, I think it's just, as a character, he's just in that awkward, like, am I a support, am I a soul laner, am I a mid laner? Right. Like, area. And I don't think he, like, excels at any of them, except in, like, counter matchups in solo. Yeah. Uh, I think so he's got some I good think... matchups in mid. I think he has some good matchups Yeah, that's matchups what I was going to say. Yeah. I think this is more of a mid laner buff, obviously, with the scaling as well, mm -hmm. um, than a solo laner buff. But we'll see. I think Baron's just really hard to play in mid. Yep. So we'll see if people actually play it. I think if you do play it, I think you'll need a full, like, 3v3, like, comp around him to, like, mm -hmm. keep him alive in a very peel oriented comp. Yep. Um but yeah, we'll see if we'll see if teams start playing him in mid. Uh I don't yeah, like I said, I don't think this is oh, like a support or solo lane buff uh for him. So, we'll see. We'll see. Nice little quality life change regardless. Yeah, I think I think Baron to use a term that they use in other MOBAs a lot. Um content creators and high level players, they talk a lot about what picks are quote unquote blindable, like your top pick in the draft. Mm in ranked and you can pick this god without worry of getting countered or having bad matchups i would never describe baron as a blindable mid laner but i think oh, yeah. <laughs> i think that in you know if i'm 10th picking a draft i think there are a lot of gods that i look at and i think man baron would really slam here and if you guys haven't tried full mm -hmm. damage baron recently he's gotten a lot of scaling buffs over the last few like patches or you know, over the last year or so this man pumps damage like you can really one-tap people with this god come late game. Um, and you bring a lot of utility and that kind of stuff. All I'm saying is, next time you see a raw locked in on the other side, lock in Baron, and he is going to have no fun. Like, if you, if you ever root him, he's toast. Any god like that that doesn't get away from your root well uh, would be what I categorize as generally good matchups for Baron. Um, mm -hmm. So, highly, highly recommend giving him a shot. Uh, and I can't wait to play him. I'm definitely going to be spamming him. Um, on the next patch. Uh, yeah, every time I play him full offense and like assault and he feels super OP. Anyways. Yep. He slams. All right. This is the big one here, Barry. Sir yep. Cat. So, as it says in the dev notes here, we're trying something uh, a little bit new um, called a rebalance where, you know, we think there there are some gods that uh, is, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a fan of the SPL in some way. If you've been watching the SPL for any amount of time over these last few years, you've you've seen Cat be very, very prevalent in a lot of different metas. Um, mm -hmm. And not since she came out uh, has she been built as a true assassin. It has always been as a support or as a hybrid or tank assassin. Um, and she's built that way because she was really darn good at it. She still put pressure on beads. She still put pressure on your life total she would just 100 to zero you be the most mobile god in the game 
and then get out of every situation. Um, and, you know, in talking to pros, this was a God that certainly uh, had terrorized them for a long time and we were getting a lot of feedback about. And in looking at her numbers, um, you know, her play rate, her win rate, different MMRs, different ELOs, uh, you know, casuals, ranked, all that kind of stuff. Um, it was very clear that there was a significant disconnect between what casual players were feeling about Cirquette and what pro players were feeling about Cirquette. And, you know, I think that a lesson that the that AJ and the design team has talked about in the past is, you know, the these full-on reworks, all they really do most of the time is serve to upset the current players and then... <laughs> That, that are playing those gods you know the 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 mains of those gods only get upset that they're losing what they love and th- that every other player already has a preconceived notion of what they think about that god and you have to convince all of those players and you're only going to be able to convince some of them no matter what um mm-hmm. no matter how successful it is and uh so it's a lot of work that players don't usually like um even if it's successful by our measurable metrics or, you know, what our goals are for those characters. So I think for pro, you know, these rebalances, um, I think are a really good direction. Um, Obviously I feel that way or else we wouldn't be doing, you know, I wouldn't be be helping to work on them and and working on them. Um, But, you know, do I think we got Sir Ketz right, right away? Uh, No, clearly not um, based on the community sentiment, but you know, this is our first uh, attempt um, at at this type of initiative, um, and I think that you know we learned a lot from this process, and we'll continue to learn a lot. I still think that there's going to be a lot of data that comes out about um, about Cirquette whenever more people get their hands on her or are able to try her out. Um, that I'm really looking forward to to seeing. Um, but yeah, that's the that's my general spiel on uh on cirquet you know um i'm excited i'm definitely excited for everyone to get their hands on her you know i i, I spam so many cirquet games and play tests like support jungle every type of build you can think of uh i was running them um and uh and, and i really think that in the long run you know i don't know if we got it right right out of the gate but i really think that in the long run this is a much healthier direction for this character and that that's the end goal at the end of the day in my opinion yeah i mean you basically said everything i was gonna say uh my i'll just give a really quick opinion mm-hmm. uh just very 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 good change i think circuit support is one of the most frustrating supports to play against like ever because like you said she just kills you and then also lives mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like very frustrating yep and i think the continual shifts on circuit nerfing sub- tank or like support circuit over and over and over again and moving in a more assassin direction is just healthier for the game overall i do think she still can be played in support if you need yep. like a just a true rat character you know yep um but it definitely makes her worse so overall really good balance change thanks. thumbs up thanks barry i only worked on it for weeks um <laughs> it's uh it's uh <laughs> I really, you know, like I said, I think that I, obviously everyone is, uh, very worried about her not having that role flexibility. Um, I'd like to clarify Mm -hmm. again, you know, uh, based on my comments on the patch notes show that 
I think if anyone has listened to my casting over the years, uh, I think I have been one of the most vocal supporters of role flexibility for gods and flexing new yep. gods to new roles and trying new things. Um, I think that's the coolest thing that you could be doing is coming up with new strategies that other people haven't done and using things in a different way. Um, I agree with Barry that I, I do think that you can play Serket support and she will still do a lot of the same things really well. The only mm-hmm. thing she will do worse is she will not solo kill an enemy carry nearly as well. And that is Dang it. intended. That is exactly <laughs> what I want to happen. Gosh darn it, man. But everyone, she still has Prot Shred on Deathbane. She still has two CCs. She still has 100% anti-hero on her ultimate. You can do it. Um, you know, I think that it's just worse for dealing damage. And yep. I think that it was doing too much. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's um, that makes sense to me. Um, but yes, in all honesty, I'm very excited for you guys to get your hands on it. Um, give me your feedback whenever whenever you're playing it. Uh, you know, try some crit builds. Try some full power pen builds. Try some hybrid builds. See if they're still working for you. Um, you know, this is it's not a... All right, we're done with this. <clears throat> on to the next one. That's not how it works. Um, so we're going to be keeping a close eye on Circuit for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, Thor. A um, little bit of lightning damage and range on the ultimate. I think that this is a bigger buff. I haven't seen anyone talking about the store buff, and I actually think it matters like quite a bit. Personally. Yeah, I'm still on just the train of I don't think Thor is that great. Yep. Uh, so I think... He needs a little bit of a bigger buff than this, unless you're a Thor main already. And I think that's the only... Those are the only people that are really going to be excited about this change, is if you're already, like, a Thor main, and you're already good with him on the Conquest map. Yep. Um, which I don't see a lot of people picking Thor and having success on the Conquest map. Maybe other game modes. Um, but in ranked, I, like... I barely see Thor. Like, yeah, Thor ever. is hard, bro. This has got a uh, Thor has got to be top three as like hardest assassins. Uh, Dude, this god's hard. I don't. I don't know if I'm stupid, but I feel like people used to be better at Thor than they are now. I I don't know if I'm mm. stupid. I could be stupid. I think it's two I things. Like... I think it's two things. I think you and everyone else were worse. Uh, True. And didn't respect the ultimate nearly as much. Probably weren't like warding as much as you are in the right spots, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um. And two, I think it just was a little bit of happenstance or dumb luck that all the best junglers were just really, just really vibed with this character. Um, we're just really good Thor players, you know. Andy adapting, homie, like Gars, Gars. like yep. those dudes. It could have been a different god that they just vibed with and were all sick at. It just happened to be Thor. Um, and the junglers right now, you know, like, Sam really likes playing Thor. I know he played a lot last year. Panatom, I see, like, slamming on Thor and ranked a lot. Um, but, you know, maybe it's just not the characters that they, like, perfectly... You know, there's just gods that you just, like... Everything they do just feels so smooth and so right and just, like, hits, mm-hmm. you know, the way that you want it to. Um, and I think it just so happened that Thor was that way back in the day. Or he was... Yep broken op out of his mind and everyone just played him yep. that is one of, you know impossible to say hard to say yeah um, stun did you damage so. yeah that's true that was uh that was good but it also didn't stun back in the day so it was true uh, it's just a ymir wall that did damage on deploy i don't know stuff's weird um <laughs> all right a couple hunter buffs give me the wait, one you're wait. most excited about. okay yeah go for it 
He was actually better because the Thor wall would bug you to where you couldn't move off yeah, of it. Yeah, you stand on top oh. of it, right. Yeah, Thor's got so many more kills back then than the... Yeah, true. Okay. Uh, All right, okay. we'll put the bugs back. There you go. That's the Thor buff that Barracuda is asking for. Um, all right, three hunter buffs. I'm just going to have you tell me which one you're most excited about. Cupid, Jingwei, or Jubilanke? Uh, The Cupid one is okay, I think. Uh, I still think Cupid's in the... I, I asked Barracuda to give me an opinion of, of which of these three gods he's most excited about. Barracuda, notable Jingwei abuser, and Jibalanke lover. Uh, okay. no, no shot. How do I think this is going to go any other way than, than Cupid's your least Okay, favorite? you're not wrong, but Jingwei in the crit meta right now, I think she feels a little weird. <laughs> Especially against, like, crusher hunters that can, like abuse you early game i think jing and shablanca both lose to those and you're not loving life and then mm. cupid's in my opinion more of a counter matchup character than a like like you said you can like blind pick them mm -hmm. uh, i don't think cupid is in that territory except for like the cupid rama meta in like season six yep or season seven season seven uh I, yeah, I think this will help Jingwei, and I do like the idea of this buff. Mm -hmm. um, and then same for Shablanc. But they're just like the... Um, they're just the damage hunters, I guess. Like, both of them don't have the greatest CCs. I think Jingwei knockup's pretty unreliable most of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're, like, waiting with it. And then the, the Heart Bomb... It will will feel nice, obviously, in the game, but I don't think this will make me pick any of these characters more hmm. unless the situation allows me to. You're Which saying if the situation if it, allows me to, it'll feel really nice, obviously. If it looks like a good Cupid game or a good Jingwei game, you probably would have picked them anyways, but now you're going to be yep. happier that they're better yep. in those situations. Yep, basically. Makes sense uh, to me. Just, these three hunters are just, like I said, they're just hard to, like, pick, like, raw. Like, mm -hmm. even in ranked, like, you can't, like... Oh yeah, let me just uh, top pick the Shablanc and hopefully no one counters me. Or the Surely no one would lane. pick Fenrir this game. <laughs> Surely no one would pick Fenrir. No Max way. are brutalized and just do 800 damage to me and my dash. And Surely that wouldn't happen. Surely that wouldn't happen. Um, Alright, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Ymir, Shing, Chen, Cthulhu all get buffs. Um, mm hmm yeah, nothing really to write home about there. And Kikulin, um has really struggled since uh, since some changes to him last season, some itemization changes and that kind of stuff. So gets a nice gets a nice little buff on his passive and mm -hmm. on the leap. Um, all right, and then in PTS, the last thing uh, here on the patch notes, uh, I already mentioned a few of these, but um, Shiva is getting his CC reduced. Uh, basically. The amount of time that you, the height at which you are pulled on the one on the sweep, is going down. So you'll be CC'd for less duration, as lose as well as losing the power there, and decrease the knockup height on the two. Um, I think both of these are going to feel very uh, noticeable um, mm -hmm. when playing against Shiva, for sure. Um, yeah, that character's kind of good. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, then we got Hebo. We already talked about. Fenrir, uh, I believe he's in the bonus, so that's why I didn't um, talk about his other change. But Fenrir getting another high-level focus change. Uh, he's losing some duration. Uh, it used to be that you could run around in your ultimate for five seconds. You could run around like a little guy, um, but actually as a big guy. Uh, and then no matter when you bit someone in your ultimate, they would stay in your mouth for two seconds. So even if you 
Went into the alt, insta-bit them, stay there for two seconds to detransform. You guys know how Fenrir works. Why am I telling you this? Um, duration to run around as a big guy goes from five seconds to four seconds, and the time that you're in their mouth goes from two seconds to 1.75 seconds. Um, this is obviously a blanket nerf to Fenrir, uh, both in support and in jungle, but uh, mm-hmm. through feedback from pros um, and you know our own playtests and that kind of stuff, uh, I, I'm really of the opinion, especially, that it was tank Fenrir that could really abuse that duration um, yep. more than Assassin Fenrir. Assassin Fenrir wants to oftentimes pick you up, insta right click it, start auto attacking mm-hmm. you. They want to jump on you, insta proc it, you know, that kind of stuff. They don't have time to run around. Um, so, you know, I think it's a good shift. I know, again, that's another guy that people are worried about their role flexibility being viable. Um, Look, it's fine for them to be role flexible, yeah. but once they're OP and they're not intended role is where it's an issue. Yeah, I think that... In my opinion. Like, if it's, like, extremely annoying to play against and they're technically an assassin, yep. they shouldn't be better at the role they're not intended for. And these are changes to stop that, in my opinion. As long as it's, like, even... Yep. Uh, I don't have an issue as long as it's even. Like, I agree. If it's, like, a flex, I think that's fine. I agree. But if it's, like... They top pick Finner, and I'm like, okay, that's going to support. Or they go to the top pick Strikhead, and I'm like, okay, that's going to support. That's where the issue comes from. Yes, I don't disagree with you. I think that one thing that I really kept in mind um, in, like, the circuit work and that kind of stuff, uh, and keep in mind a lot, um, is that if a player is is playing circuit for maybe not even the first time, you know, like, new players are going to make mistakes no matter what. But if you uh, are have been playing, have been playing Smite for a little bit, and you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm looking at the Assassin tab. Oh, I'm going to try Sirket. Oh, you know, she does a lot of, you know, she's got some abilities that I want to be using a lot. She doesn't really seem like an auto attacker. I'm going to build some, some, uh, some pen and some cooldown or like, oh, I see her Deathbane can crit. I'm going to build crit. I don't think it makes, you know, I don't want the player building the God the way it seems like they should be built to be doing it strictly wrong. And if you were building yeah. full damage circuit before these changes, it significantly hurt your win rate. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that just bringing it, does it have to be, does it have to be way better to build full damage circuit than build tank circuit? No, it doesn't have to be way better, but I don't think it should be strictly worse. Um, and I think yep. you can make a pretty compelling argument that it was pretty darn close to strictly worse. Um, and the same can be said for Fenrir. Uh, but he's also uh, getting some extra... He's getting a, a buff in uh, in this patch as well that was added during PTS. He's increasing the protections he gets while channeling Brutalized. Uh, was 5 plus 1 per level to now 5 plus 1.5 per level. Um, and then, you know, a lot of talk about uh, itemization and, and tanks doing too much damage and all that kind of stuff um, that, you know, we are all very... Uh, you know, we're, we're hearing it a lot of places and we're doing a lot of thinking about, you know, how to how to remedy that and, and what type of changes we want to make. And, you know, obviously a lot of that, that feedback grew to a, to a larger level. Um, like right before patch notes, when patch notes were already locked. Uh, so we can only do a few changes during the PTS, but, um, you know, I know that that's something that that feedback is still something that we are keeping a close eye on. Um, but a couple of those just uh, snuck in here. Voidstone loses 5% uh, protection reduction on the passive. Um, 
Runeforge Hammer loses 10 power, and High of the Lion loses 20 prots. Woo! Woo! And then Berserker Shield got taken away. And then Berserker Shield can't be built by Barracuda and Barracuda only. It really is. It we actually account locked Barracuda's IP. Um, we we <laughs> went into the, the database and found Barra's IP and then IP banned him from building any defense on a hunter. That's a little rude. I did it it's personally. Understandable. I did it I mean, personally. It's just, like we talked about as the soul laners earlier, it's just so nice to not die, you know, and to ruin other people's, you know, their, uh, Barra, here's the their problem. game they have going on. Here's the problem. Yes. If they press tab and they see you have Berserkers and Void Shield, <laughs> they go, oh, cool, that guy's worthless. I'm going to blink on the mage instead. And you can't do That's anything to peel me. And if you no, do the that... thing that we talked about where you go forward instead of helping me, you know what you're going to do? No See, damage, because you build a 30 power item that has no relevant passive to you. But you're hitting them. Uh, I think the damage mitigation is pretty nice. Mitigation is better whenever no. you're already tanking, you know? You're getting kind of well, tanky. I mean, yeah. Yeah. See, 60 prots, and then I get mitigation as well. See, you, I could be wrong. I would, we don't have to. We don't have to know. You know, we don't have to know if it was going to be good on hunters like, or not. But I don't like. I would ever be behind Vin if I have like a hundred and eighty physical prots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one. Mm-hmm. One roll should not be able to, uh, you know, live through the jungler while I have to struggle. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, they have celestial. All junglers are physical. Celestial, you know, good against physicals. You know. All junglers are physical. Did you see the Hebo no longer roots himself whenever he water spouts change? Did you? Yeah, see that? if that comes back and I get in, like blink knocked up into an alt again. Oh, I hope that never happens. Oh, that's oh. You're just you're just giving me like PTSD right now. Just the amount of times I'm blink knocked up into an alt by a jungle Hebo is just it's just too high. It's just not fun. <laughs> You just have to pre-Agus the blink noise, and then if I don't, I die. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. I'll ask you afterwards. Fair enough. All right, that, that, that's the podcast for the week, but of course, we've got a random question of the week, and as I mentioned, Joe already gave me a great idea for it. Um, we, uh, we went to a drag show this weekend. That was my first time ever going to a drag okay. show. It was very fun, um, a lot of laughs, uh, and, a, and definitely a good time. The food was not good, um, but I wasn't expecting a whole lot there. Uh, so, you know, I'm not really holding it against them. Um, definitely would recommend. Uh, but, you know, they all come out and they perform to a song. You know, they, they lip sync a song and, and dance and are really over the top and very funny and all this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And Joe's question of the week was, if you were to do a drag show, what song would you dance and lip sync to? What's what song? What song would you perform to? Uh, you want something a little upbeat? You want something a little like that you can that you can honestly, dance to? honestly, dude. Okay, yeah, I think it would be Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. Ooh, that is a good one, Barry. Honestly, dude, it just has. That might be one of your best random question of the week answers ever. Thank you. It Man. just sounds like a banger, and it'd be fun to dance to. So. It is a banger. It is fun to dance to. Man, I, I out of respect for you, I did not think about this question at all. 
uh, ahead of time. Even though I knew Neither the question, did I. I didn't. Well, I know, but now you're now you're going to embarrass me in oh, this party, sorry. Barry, uh, in by by having such a good answer right off the rip. Um, Thank you. Well, you. You got what, some time, you know. What would I dance to? Um, <clears throat> you know, when you said Britney Spears, I thought you were going to say Toxic, uh, which yeah, is my personal I, favorite Britney Spears song. Bigger fan of Hit Me Big one more time for me. It's just got the nostalgia factor for me and the dance, the dance in it, like everything. It's just a banger of a song, banger of a music video, like <sighs> just, dude. They don't make the, them like they used to. I know? know the perfect song. Okay, but it, uh, okay, I can't do Is that it. Appropriate? Well, no, well, yes, but they all, you know, that's like the point. Uh, <laughs> it's the problem is. That it's by an artist that is not a good dude, you know, like, it's not uh, a good person. Yeah, 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 but let's yeah. say, maybe I would do a cover of the Ignition mm-hmm. remix Ooh. by R. Kelly, but not by R. Kelly. Because all of us hate R. Kelly here. There's no, I'd let, let me be clear. No one is endorsing R. Kelly on this podcast. But. Honestly, I don't even know that song. What? You don't know the Ignition remix? That is a banger. Okay, let me listen to it real quick. Don't listen to it live on the podcast. You're not going to be able to hear me. What? Yeah, that's the point. Oh, oh, yeah, that song's really good. Okay, yeah, I Yeah, that's be, that'd be a good one. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, can't do uh, it, that's... man. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going no, with, to- I'm coughing okay. out with Toxic for Britney Spears. But if someone else could cover Ignition, um, I mm-hmm. would do that. And that's, uh, that's what I would do for my uh, for my show. That's fair. That's a, I mean that's a that's a good one as long as it's a cover, you know. Yeah, then it's then it's fine, yeah, right? got me a cover. Right there you go. Um, rare question of the week where you both have good answers. Thanks for listening, Percy. Anyways, um... <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate the support. Bro. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Um... Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> that's what uh, my on camera teacher um, would say in college. She'd say that no matter what you do. You're going, if you work in this industry, you're going to have people who tell you that you're ugly and untalented and stupid and all this kind of stuff, uh, which is certainly true. Um, And she said, the best response and the only response should be, thanks for watching. That should be your only response. (laughs) Um, And so that was just like, uh, that was just, uh, it was just like instant. Uh, My brain just like spit it out and I didn't even think about it. So that's why I laughed really hard. Um, all right, thanks so much for listening slash watching, everyone. Make sure you're watching 8 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Prediction Esports next week when Barracuda twerks because of how much he loves our sponsor, Mint Mobile. You can go to mintmobile.com, mintmobile.com slash backliners for premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Make sure you check out all the other shows on Predictions Network. They've got a lot of great shows covering a lot of different esports. Give us a rating. Subscribe to the YouTube or like it or wherever you're watching slash listening. Yeah, you know what to do. All right, we're going to see you next week. I've talked too much. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you later, Barry. You know what to do? Bye. Oh, it's like you never left, baby. That's just easy. I carried it out for a little bit because I couldn't have Destiny do better than me last week, and she killed it last week. So I had It to was like... really good last week. Yeah, I know. It was actually too good, uh-huh. and uh, I was a little self-conscious because I was like, <laughs> dang. I was sitting on the beanbag next to her, and I was like, okay. Did you practice you think at you all? Do that to me? <laughs> Did you practice okay. at all? Dude, I didn't practice. I don't need to go in the bathroom and practice like she does, you know? Wow. Like, uh-huh. I can just I can just belch it natural. out whenever I need to. Uh, I'm a professional right. podcaster. That's right, you are. Yeah, you're doing great. Dude, look at my mustache, bro. What is that?
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.